Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Imagine being Donald Trump and wanting to mount a presidential campaign, but you can't. Because you can't hire anybody. You can't hire a campaign manager. The FBI's already put your last one in prison. You can't hire advisors. You can't even hire pollsters or, God forbid, lawyers. All the people you need fundraisers. Why? Because people turn you down, love to help you, but I just can't survive an FBI raid. I can't afford the legal defense. And why would they say that? Because an extraordinary thing has happened. Virtually every person Trump has surrounded himself with going back to the 2016 campaign and then forward until now has been raided by the FBI or at a minimum had a subpoena leveled at them. It is extraordinary and unprecedented in American politics. A full 35 of those raids and subpoenas happened over the last week, most of them on the fake premise of coup January 6th. And they've been leveled at people who merely questioned publicly whether there was voter fraud in the 2020 election. It's so bad what they've done that they've done something we've never seen before. Something that didn't used to be legal. They've gone after attorney-client privilege documents. It used to be in this country, and it has to be in this country, for us to have a functioning justice system. You have to be able to have attorney-client privilege. You have to be able to have private conversations with your lawyers. Prosecutors can't just go take all your lawyer's notes and say, see here, here's our evidence of a crime. Look, they talked about a crime. We'll convict him on this because people wouldn't be able to have representation. It's a bedrock core of how our justice system functions, or it was, until Donald Trump and everyone around him was stripped of attorney-client privilege this past week. It's so bad that the lawyers for Trump's lawyers have been raided and subpoenaed for their attorney-client privilege documents. Put simply, it'll make it impossible for Trump to assemble a campaign. Everybody will have to be independently wealthy enough to withstand hundreds of thousands of dollars of legal bills. Why are they doing this? Keep in mind, around January 6th, and that's what this is predicated on, January 6th and making public statements in denial of Uh, the election being a fair one. They're calling that a coup. Okay, that's not illegal, is it? Well, wait, what what is this about? Well, they've had the phones 
and the records of people around Trump and around January 6th, since January 6th, 2021. Why are they doing this now? There's three key reasons. Number one, it tells us the midterms are coming and they intend to cheat. And they want to make it crystal clear to everyone in Republican leadership on down, anyone who you know, has worked elections in the, I don't know, state of Pennsylvania for years, sees the returns come in, realizes the numbers don't add up. Don't you dare question the election or the FBI boot will come through your door. That's why they're doing this now. They could have done it before. It is a warning to Republicans because there are people in this group of nearly 40 who merely questioned the integrity of the election. That is all they did. But they are finding their internal documents subpoenaed, their devices, electronic devices taken. This is a warning, and it tells us that, yes, they are going to cheat bigly in the midterms. But what else is it? This is to make sure that Donald Trump, again, cannot assemble so much as a legal team to defend himself. It's not going to be anybody left. Uh, at the rate we're, we're going here, or a campaign staff. Here's Tucker Carlson last night on Fox News explaining what's at stake here and how this is truly unprecedented. It shocks the conscience of everyone who sees it. But the number of people who see it is very small because it is not covered by any media. This show has obtained a subpoena from Merrick Garland's DOJ issued in the past week. And what it demands is both unlawful and without precedent in American history. The subpoena claims to be investigating, quote, any claim that the vice president and or president of the Senate had the authority to reject or choose not to count presidential electors. Now, keep in mind that any claim you make as an American citizen about electors, any claim you make about American politics, period, is protected explicitly under the First Amendment. That's our core freedom. It's why we live here. It's why we're proud to be Americans. It's why so many American servicemen died protecting our country. Those are the freedoms that they fought to preserve. That's why nobody prosecuted leading Democrats in 2016 when they sought to reject electors for Donald Trump. Right. It's why none of those people, including Kamala Harris, is now in jail. But right now, according to the subpoena that we have obtained, Merrick Garland's DOJ is demanding all communication from the following people on this topic. And let's be clear before we read their names that it is not clear what the investigation is actually about. And that's the most terrifying part. What is this? On what grounds are you demanding my private communications with people? They never say. But included in this precedent-breaking sweep of political opponents of the Biden White House would be former White House advisor Bernie Carrick, who is the former police commissioner of New York City, Boris Epstein, who is the current attorney for Donald Trump. At no time in American history has it been okay to grab the personal communications of someone's lawyer, because those are privileged. Not anymore. Matt Morgan, Justin Clark, Kenneth Chesborough, Mike Roman, RNC official Joshua Finley, Trump attorneys John Eastman, Jenna Ellis, Joe DeGeneva. And here's the shocking thing that's beginning to happen. The GOP leadership has tolerated all of this up to this point because the FBI, the Department of Injustice, and the Democrats themselves who are coordinating with them are doing the leadership a favor. They hate sharing the fundraising hall, thus the power, with Donald Trump because the kingmakers are those who control the flow of cash and Trump takes the lion's share. They want him out of the way. So they've been more than happy to let the FBI and the DOJ frame Donald Trump and everyone around him. 
anything to make Trump go away. But I've been saying for a long time, that's short-sighted because they're going to begin to come for other Republicans now that they've set the precedent that they can bend or break any law that they want. And sure enough, that just happened because Donald Trump shares an advisor in common with Kevin McCarthy, and he was one of the 40. What does that mean? His communications with Minority Leader McCarthy, the highest ranking Republican in the House, are now in FBI hands. They are literally barbarians at the gate at the leadership level. Folks, what this shows us is they intend to isolate, terrorize, and persecute anybody in Congress who opens their mouth or opposes them in any way. Another problem? They're beginning to target members of Congress with whom they merely disagree. In the beginning of August, out of nowhere, the FBI came up to Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, demanded his cell phone, and then walked off with it. On the thin suspicion that Perry might have somehow, some way, known something about January 6th. Why is that significant and at the same time terrifying? Because Scott Perry is the head of the Republican Freedom Caucus in Congress. It's a group of the most conservative members of Congress, and all their communications ran through that cell phone. Perry clearly could have had nothing to do with January 6th or its planning because nobody planned it. It was a spontaneous event. But let's look even closer at what the FBI is doing here because there's something so far all the pundits covering it on our side have missed. It's the dates. Virtually everyone around Trump has been rounded up of any significance. Peter Navarro, shoot, his economic advisor was arrested and cuffed in an airport. Also on the list, Steve Bannon and Boris Epstein. Now you're getting a little closer to what's actually going on here because there's a funny thing about Bannon and Epstein. Bannon had a massive falling out with Donald Trump three years ago. So did Epstein. Epstein didn't make it but three months in the Trump administration. He was out by March of 2017. So why are these guys being investigated under the guise of January 6th. Why was Steve Bannon called before the January 6th committee? Trump won't even speak to him. This is Bannon got caught leaking to the liberal media. Trump considers him a traitor. And Trump won't go on Bannon's very popular podcast. Ah, the podcast. That's what they have in common. See, Steve Bannon couldn't have had anything to do with January 6th. Trump had exercised him years before that. He was way out of the Trump orbit, but Steve Bannon hosts the most popular, by downloads, political podcast on earth. Who's a guest on that podcast regularly? Well, it reads like a who's who of who just got raided. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Including at least a dozen people who were way out of the Trump loop by the time of January 6th. 
What is the FBI doing? Well, the podcast has been very focused on the FBI and the reporting of Darren Beatty, whose home I expect to be raided literally any moment. I have been telling everybody the Darren Beatty home raid is coming because Darren Beatty has got the FBI's number. He's done an amazing amount of research, which has essentially proved that that front violent phalanx of January 6th, you know, the ones if you watch on TV that the Capitol Police are running from, you realize not a one of them's ever been arrested. We've had almost 800 people who peacefully took selfies and wandered through the Capitol after the Capitol Police held the doors open for them, creating the impression that it was okay to go in. They've all been arrested, but not the violent front phalanx. Why? Because Darren Beatty has all but proven they're either FBI informants, FBI employees, or associated or affiliated in some way with the FBI. Darren Beatty's reporting has been superb at Revolver. And the Steve Bannon podcast has been his forum. Nobody is holding them to account, the folks at the FBI, like the Bannon podcast, including proving, using federal documents, that the head of the two groups the FBI has held responsible for January 6th, the Proud Boys and the Three Percenters, are both led by FBI informants or people affiliated with the FBI. That's why they can't arrest the violent front phalanx from January 6th, because they'd have to disclose who they were in court. That would be a huge problem for the FBI. Now do you see why Steve Bannon was called before the Democrats' January 6th committee, even though he hasn't been in touch with Trump for years, including years before January 6th? even happened. This is pure, unadulterated political persecution. Why is the FBI so obsessed with Steve Bannon? Again, by hits, he is the largest political podcast on earth, and it is dedicated to taking the FBI down. And it has been enormously successful at distribution through channels the FBI has not yet figured out how to control, like Rumble, like Getter, like Truth Social. Pull back and look at this through a wide-angle lens. What have we learned, shockingly, in the last few weeks? That there are about 40 people in the Biden administration who dictate to social media outlets what they must censor. All of it, of course, being the truth. What do we find out? Who were the chief censors in the Biden administration? The FBI. So powerful that even Mark Zuckerberg reminded us that they were able to basically call him up and get the Hunter Biden story, Biden's crimes, censored. But they got a problem at the FBI. While Bannon certainly distributes through YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, he doesn't need those channels. He gets his word out on other channels. So they have no way to shut him down through the censorship they're doing elsewhere. So they and the District of New York have put their boots through his door in three separate investigations. Here's Bannon again on the Charlie Kirk show raging over this. They're not going to shut me up. You saw from the demonic speech that Biden gave in Philadelphia. Exactly. This is a dying regime. That was a primal scream. And here, what they're trying to do, no matter who it is, Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago, there were 35 FBI raids yesterday, right? Handing out, there's another grand jury uh, coming together on January 6th. The, the Washington Post reported it. They just reported a couple of names. There were 35 senior members of MAGA, uh, Republicans, supporters of Donald Trump, 
uh, that were rolled, you know, the FBI rolled in on, right? When they didn't need to do it. Remember, all these people have lawyers. All their lawyers are very well known. No, the jackbooted Gestapo has got to show up at their door and, uh, and make a big display of this. So there's so much going on that people don't even know at so many levels on yeah, uh, so trying to put people in bankruptcy, trying to deplatform them, oh, yes. all of it. And quite frankly, I think that's what's so powerful about you guys having this great reset conference because this is really what it's about. This is this globalist apparatus. That's right. This is the American arm of that, the Biden regime. And what they're trying to do is shut down everybody, whether it's Donald Trump, they're trying to use lawfare, financial terrorism, uh, legal, the, you know, everything legally and quite frankly, up to assassinations. That's why they're swatting people uh, like crazy. So we got That's our right. work cut out for us. And if we blink, if you blink, it's over. So screw them. I spit right in their eye. I could care less. We're coming. We're rolling and we're rolling hard, baby. Brave talk, but I don't see how he beats them. Let me explain to you why. And this is the part the American people haven't grasped yet. It's the most important thing we have in this country, what I call post-American jurisdictions. They are post-constitutional, post-American wastelands run in a Marxist style reminiscent of the Soviet Union by the left. Americans are very accustomed to thinking, well, you know, if they got an indictment, I mean, if they got a subpoena, well, I mean, if they got a warrant, there must be something up with that guy. Must be something wrong with Bannon and every single person around Trump. And that used to be true, but it's not anymore because these are post-constitutional post-American wastelands, where, for instance, uh, the D.C. Federal District, 95% of the jurors there voted for somebody other than Donald Trump. By Democrat registration, 90%. That's right, a 90% Democrat registration. So once you understand that, you understand that any jury seated there, Any judge that presides will hand over a warrant or a subpoena for anything. It does not matter if a crime is committed. It is irrelevant. These are offenses against the party. That is the crime. So before you really had to show evidence, hey, you know, we've got a grand jury level of evidence a crime's been committed here. Um, We have enough evidence a crime's been committed here to get the subpoena, to get the warrant. That is no longer necessary. And understand that these districts are staffed by hardcore leftist judges. That is why all the precedent of honoring attorney-client privilege that has um, gone back to the founding is just simply thrown out with a blink of an eye. No crime is needed. No precedent is looked at. It's just we want the documents signed here. Ditto for the Federal District of New York. That is why almost all of these warrants and subpoenas, so warrant allows the the raid, subpoena allows them to come take whatever they want, um, are for things that are illegal for them to have. In other words, attorney-client privilege documents or just for things that don't violate the law. That's why you heard Tucker Carlson say, well, wait, this is covered by the First Amendment. How can they get a subpoena for it? Again, they go into a post-American jurisdiction and get a left-wing judicial dictator to sign it. So the American people don't yet understand that the only way to stop this is going to be the state's stopping the FBI, stopping the DOJ at the state lines, at the county border. And it's going to eventually have to be 
with force because they use these post-constitutional judicial areas. Again, namely, you'll almost always see it is the Federal District of D.C., the Federal District of New York. Um, You will almost always see them come out of there with these warrants and these subpoenas. They are not going to more local federal courts or even circuit courts. They're not going there. They can't get this stuff there. So it's going to take state action to stop it. But the first thing that has to happen is the American people have to understand this. And I think it's, I think Trump is tarred. I think they think, well, there's been so much investigation of Trump. I mean, he's probably fundamentally crooked. You've never seen the FBI and the DOJ react like this to a person in politics. And there is, unfortunately, I think this seductive idea that if we get rid of Trump, if he goes away, then this will stop and we can go back to normal. And I'm here to tell you that will never happen. But I'm afraid the American people won't realize it until it's too late. And that is the damage that Fox host Laura Ingram was talking about. That seductive idea of, well, if we could just make Trump go away, the FBI would return to normal. We could go back to the America we had. Folks, that America is gone. We don't live in it anymore. But here's Ingram worrying about those who will be fooled into thinking we do. country, I think, is so exhausted. Uh, they're exhausted by the battle. Uh, the constant battle that they they may believe that well maybe it's time to turn the page if we can get someone who has all Trump's policies who's not Trump. Yes, that's exactly what the Democrat Party, the FBI, the DOJ, they all work together. They are the same entity, indistinguishable from each other. That is the mistake they're hoping we will make. But folks, understand what all this represents. They're willing to go hardcore. This is them coming out of the closet and realizing that their approval ratings are now down around 50% of what they were and making that choice that ultimately is always made in an authoritarian regime at some point in time where we're going to switch from winning minds and hearts and fooling minds and hearts, quite frankly, to pure fear and power, a pure exercise of power. We are going to govern not through love, not through adoration, but fear. This is the FBI consciously making that choice. The 87,000 agents at the IRS, again, the IRS consciously making that choice. How we respond to it will determine everything going forward. with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 